charge today ready to get going uh we had uh just another tremendous day yesterday a lot of good stuff going on good morning gentlemen welcome to the noodleberg daily huddle daily huddle thursday terrific thursday throwback thursday i missed and maybe this was on purpose but i missed that yesterday was 420 last year mark did a whole show on what 420 means. Shay, you wanna sure, sure. you wanna tell us what 420 means? I don't I yeah, it is the national holidays. Um, it is the celebratory day of smoking uh, marijuana or partaking in any type what? of gummy. What? Right. Um, look, it's becoming more regular across the country. I think it's becoming more accepted. Um so I think every day could be 420 if you wanted it to be. Do what you want. <laughs> there was a, a poll that said 65% of the people in Florida think it's uh, legal. And, right. I, I just don't care. Like, what's the difference? It's not a whatever. Lots of, con- lots that's of a conversation people. for a different day. I agree. I agree. So, yes, lots of great content today. Um, as I told you yesterday, it's National High Five Day, so we're going to have a really, really fun time. In-person high five, digital high five, all that kind of stuff. Speaking of high fives, Jake and I went on a field trip yesterday to visit Closet Factory. Uh, Steve and Matt Newman and Lori Newman, shout out to you guys. You first of all, I love going to other family businesses. And I'm, wait, I want Jake. I want you to comment. So for me, that always tingles my toes, having grown up in a family business. But here's the thing: you never know what's going on behind the door. And we went, we visited, we met them in their showroom, beautiful showroom. And then they said, come, let's go on the the real tour. And we went into the nerve center of how they are producing a mass quantity of closets. Uh, Not only closets too. Uh, You know, they showed us how they're kind of expanding into other areas of your house, how high touch, Highly specific stuff, you know, created right on campus with their own materials. They showed us how they're more efficient, how they save time. Um, so they think of everything there. And it was really cool to see the warehouse, to see all the workers there in action, how they were responding to the owners walking around. Everyone said hello. Uh, so they have a great culture there. It was really cool. I'm really glad you said that because you can tell a lot about a company when everybody's smiling. A right. smiling culture. We right. talked about this. You know, when you smile, everybody smiles back. It's pretty simple. And it was cool. And so I noticed this, and I don't know if you picked this up, but every different – and their office had 15,000 different areas and different departments that everybody was focused on. And in every department, he knew the names of the guys that were in there, who was working on the computers, was using the name and said, hey, you mind if we look at this? Uh, so it's the right way to do it from a leader standpoint. Know everybody in the building. Uh, treat them with the same respect you'd want to treat his own son who's the vice president so it was really cool awesome day shout out to you guys keep on doing what you're doing um yesterday was also um women's uh, prestigious women's awards day uh, we unfortunately were unable to attend but we had two of our clients that we 
put in the running. Uh, Laureen Smith is there with her family. Uh, big shout out to her um, and a big shout out to Mary Beth um, Albrighton. Congratulations, ladies. Way to go. Way to be recognized. Way to be on the ball. Super, super proud of you. Um, but then I got a picture of this, which is three of our CEO, female CEOs, fabulous CEOs, Lori Salarillo, Laureen Chan, and Kathleen Cannon. So uh, look at that amazing, amazing, amazing group. Um, just we're fortunate to have so many great women around us. I'm glad that there was an event uh, to, uh, to shout them out. And there is uh, Kitty McGowan, who I promised I would shout out. If you're not following her, what an unbelievable uh, entrepreneurial journey. I don't know if they gave you an award, but I'm giving you an award, Kitty. Happy, uh, happy Thursday award to you. Today is your day just as well. So, uh, Jake, any comments before we go to music? No, I'd love to celebrate and highlight the people in the huddle. They're a part of our community. We're a part of theirs. And uh, just like in any team or any community, you're happy for the people in it when they succeed. Yeah, so if anybody in the huddle has something that they feel that they want us to shout it out, please make sure you get it. It's not only about us, it's about we. So, boom, let's wake up and get to high five. I, I, saw, I saw you dancing there in the little box below. You were getting it. I was getting it, man. I just, I'm feeling it today. I got big, big day ahead. Lots of good stuff. Um, but today's National High Five Day. Um, it, it was only created in 1977, which is hard to believe. You would have thought it would have been a part, cult, part of culture all the time. It's the third Thursday of April every year. Uh, the origin of it uh, stems from... Um, a, a Dodger game, Dusty Baker rounding third base, comes home, and there is Glenn Burke raises his hand. They do it not on television, not a televised moment. Uh, from there, it's gone on to all kinds of uh, fist bumps, fanny slaps, all of this kind of stuff. But the high five wins all the time. So today, we're going to celebrate the high five um, I loved what Mark did during the pandemic. He says, I'm giving you a digital high five every time I like your stuff or I comment. Comment, share, anything. It's a right. digital high five. But for me, when I hear high five, there's only one scene that comes to mind. All right, classic. High five. A chimp's all right. High five. <laughs> he keeps asking me to give him a high five. That's the hot color. High five. <laughs> high five. You're a salesman now. The high five is... But the high five is just so stupid. That's right. High five. On the flip side. High five. You couldn't just give him one high five? <laughs> so um, for me, I want to get to a point. We're going to show all of the famous high fives in movies. 
which there's a classic one with one of your favorite actors. Um, That's with, the one I think of. So okay. just to put that so out let's there. Go to that. Let's do movie high fives. I feel the need, the need for speed. Ow! Yeah. We just become best friends. Yep. Give me my Son of a bitch. Is how it's done. Wow. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So it is it is the ultimate sign of friendship, of you know, the understanding between two people. Um, obviously the handshake, and I know we're gonna get to it in business etiquette later in the show, but the handshake obviously is traditional, is you know, the initial kind of joining of two people, I think, in business, but isn't the goal to get to the point where it's the stepbrother scene where it's, Hey, do we just become best friends? Yes. High five, sending gifs to each other. Um, it's what business should be about. You know, I think people get so caught up and well, that's not traditional and that's not how you're supposed to do it. Like we're all the same people like in school, when you were there, you dapped up all your friends. Like you're on a team, you dapped up all your friends. Why did it stop? Why did we stop doing things like that? So I think we move right to etiquette. So the whole point here is, and, and Elaine said, you're a salesman now. You don't high five. I do. So let's see what Tripp and Tyler have to say about high five etiquette. High fiving can be one of the most stressful things you'll ever do in life. It doesn't have to be though. Just remember this simple list of tips and tricks. Pressure, not too hard and definitely not too soft. Timing, don't start too soon unless you only want to wave in return. You'll know you're in the five zone when your partner is roughly the distance you can throw a microwave. Location, pretty much anywhere is fine except for funerals and urinals. Now watch out for the ball and socket. This is where one partner goes for the high five and one goes for the fist pound. In the event of a foul tip where a temporary loss in concentration turns the high five into a high two, just keep walking and never turn back. If you completely miss, just pretend you meant to. As far as your partner is concerned, it's just one of these crazy things you do. And beware of the faker. This guy is always ready to fake the high five and quick grab his way to an awkward one-way handshake. Just go with it. There's nothing you can do in this situation. If there's a chance you'll be in proximity to the killer, carry an ice pack in your back pocket. He'll want to display his strength by slapping your hand as hard as he can. Ah! Be prepared to go with the flow. You never know when you're going to encounter the snapper, or even worse, the 12-stepper. Mere palm contact will never be enough for these guys. If you're ever tempted to try out the two-handed jumper, the spank, 
the You're Too Slow, the Windmill, the Fresh Prince, the Chester, or especially the Around the Back, Through the Legs, Palm Spit, Piggybacker, please refrain. Now you're ready for the high five. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Is that unbelievable? I mean, it's Absolutely. so I was so, total transparency, I was the killer in football. Any big play, everyone's hands were at risk. I was going to slap way too hard. Uh, that's hilarious, though. So, I mean, Todd, how great is this? Throw the five-foot five five ranger. <laughs> throw, throw a microwave. So, but all of us have been in that awkward thing where I've gone to bump somebody, you know. Well, so, and I don't know if you agree. I don't know if you like, the bump is almost like we're kind of cool, you know, but like, it's just like kind of subtle, like nice. That was cool. We're like the high five is the full-blown yes kind of moment. That's kind of how I differentiate the fist bump to the high five. So it brings up the whole point about business etiquette. I want to go to motivational music because when you give some high, somebody a high five, it's all emotional. It's an emotional, any kind of tribal thing that you do. So it's all about the feeling. Show me uh, how we can't stop the feeling. I got this feeling inside my bones. It goes electric, wavy when I turn it on. All through my city, all through my home. We're flying up, no ceiling when we in our zone. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. Feel that hot blood in my body when it drops. Ooh, I can't take my eyes off of it. Moving so phenomenally. Come on, rock the way we rock it. So don't stop. It's under the lights when everything goes. Nowhere to hide when I'm getting you close. When we move, well, you already know. So just imagine. Nothing I can see but you when you dance, dance, dance. Feel a good, good creeping up on you. So just dance, dance, dance. Come on. All those things I shouldn't do but you dance, dance, dance. And ain't nobody leaving soon. So keep dancing. So just dance, dance, dance. So just dance, dance, dance. Um, unbelievable song, by the way. Hit it right on the head. If that one doesn't make you uh, dance and sing all day long, uh, Scott Oglesby, um, you and your wife nail the windmill. <laughs> Very nice, man. I I pay money to see that because there's high degree of difficulty in that one. So uh, when we talk about um, business etiquette, I think manners are just something that should actually, you know, they should be taught, they should be defined. They should, you know, before you learn any of the skills about selling or business debt, you should just learn. Be a good human in general. <laughs> be a good human, thank you, how to be a good human. So American Express put together a list of, 15 of the, the best manners, they follow these time-tested rules of behavior. You know, I'm a rules guy, rules of engagement, uh, rules of LinkedIn, rules of behavior. Um, do you have a list in front of you? Sir? I do. And these aren't rules just for business. 
Correct. run through them. This is a rules for life and just how to act in general. I'll kick the I'll kick us off. Number one, when in doubt, introduce others. So um, people laugh, but I always overintroduce. They like laugh at me and they go, well, "We've already met. We already know each other." And so I just make sure it's right. something that you know, I'd rather do it than miss it. So I, I don't and know. It, may, it makes people comfortable. You know, I think it's the responsibility of the person who knows the majority of the people to introduce the person either they brought or the people they know uh, to make everyone feel comfortable, make it a, an environment where people are open, know that it's a trusted person, know that we can speak freely and et cetera. Actually, you know what? Christian just nailed it. Have a class on class. class. That, is, that is unbelievable, dude. That is, that is so good. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, Mr. De La Pena is here this morning. Uh, sorry, there he is. Um, where is he? There he goes. Um, dude, you're making it in the universe, man. I see you everywhere. Nice job. Number two, um, and this goes back to the high five, a handshake is still the professional standard. It always will be. You don't high five somebody for the first time you see them. No. If you go to do that, man, I'm running the other way. If we would have done high fives yesterday, we probably would have gotten escorted outside of the building. Very so fast. here's the extension of that. This one's an absolute doozy that you can take away and have a conversation in your own company. I'm a hugger. I like to, you know, so I always lead with the hand. And if the person leans in, male or female, it's an embrace. You know, I didn't give the chance. It's just a. Well, to to Lori's point, so she said, didn't the fist bump replace the high five? The fist bump in some cases has replaced the handshake. Like when you're meeting and boom, you give people fist bumps. I said, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. There's still something about a firm handshake, you know, that tells me a lot about the person when they're shaking my hand and they make eye contact, bang, bang, double, double bonus points. You do great. You know, um, number three, you want to hit number three, number three, always say please. And thank you. Um, I think that one goes without being said. Uh, it's just unbelievable. Everything say it to everybody, your waiters, your waitresses, it doesn't matter. The people doing things in the store say, thank you. Um, makes the world a better place. Okay, uh, number four, this one we could talk the whole show about. Don't interrupt. You, you, we all know people, this is a Seinfeld episode for sure, over talkers. Right. They don't even wait for you to stop or breathe. They just, blah, 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 you know, so it is, it is a challenge to talk to people like that. Uh, yeah, you know, um, I think it, it kind of also goes to the, I'm trying to just, you know, get my message across or show the world that I know a lot of things or actually probably the silent guy in the room is the smartest or is willing to learn the most. Um, and so listening, you'll probably get more than talking. Awesome. You know, people are really fired up about the hugging thing. You know, yesterday you saw me, I shook hands with Steve and then leaned in and gave him the bro hug, you know, which was great. And I think, and there's also a generational thing that exists. Like I'm not, I was way more worried about the handshake that I had with Steve than his son. Cause his son is my age. We kind of vibe a little bit differently on that. So it's definitely about reading the room, reading the relationship, knowing how the conversation went, um, you know, context clues. Awesome. Uh, you want to do number five? Cause number five is a Well, dude. we might, right. So we might, disagree with this one but watch your language um so what what would be your take on that there's a time and place uh okay. you know 
there has to be. Um, but I mean, we've done, you know, the studies of saying curse words and certain times it works, but I, I think it goes back to understanding your audience, you know, understanding the person you're with. So I was in a uh, workshop session the other day with the folks at Profi. There were some new people in the organization that Michael wanted to expose to me and to, you know, so we got all the introductions and we got going and I looked at the people who were new in the room and I said, does language offend you? And then I kind of looked at me and they go, this is a sales organization. No. So I asked permission up front, which allowed me to say it. Now I never say it for the shock value. I just say it when it's supposed to be said. Right. Yeah. It's not a, you know, (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's a good idea. So it's interesting because uh, less is great. Curse respectfully. Oh, with all due respect. That's another, another one. <laughs> you shit your cornflakes with all, due respect, with all due respect. You know? um, but here's the funny thing. When we talk about watch your language, we take it as the negative. It actually watch your language positively. Use good words. Study your vocabulary. Uh, one or two more before we blow out. Uh, uh, let's look. Let's see what we got here. Um, don't gossip. Oh, you it. know, I'm, that's we'll stop on that one. I think that exists in every organization, every group of people. Um, it usually, especially in this digital world, will always get back to you. You don't know who's listening. Um, just you know, if you if you have a problem with someone, reach out to them. Handle it that way or just don't speak of them at all is usually the easier one. If you don't like someone, don't think of them. Don't allow them to waste your time or your thoughts. So another scene from The Godfather, don't let anybody outside of the family know what you're thinking. It's nobody's business. It's ours. Just keep your shit to yourself. I'm going to close with this one because it it is something I need to get better at. And one of the things that we preach to get 1% better every day. And that's no phone or no phone, no phone during the meetings. So I had a meeting with Manish, the CEO of Peak Activity the other day. I left my phone in the office. We wound up having a cup of coffee in one of the cool lobbies there. Mm -hmm. It was such a fantastic time. He didn't have a phone. I didn't have a phone. We were sort of dialed in on each other. And guess what? The world was still there when it was over. So for me now, the act of putting the phone away is going to be my new test. I want to put it away. And it's it's hard. I mean, we're addicted to it. We're an ADHD society now. There's, you know, stimulus everywhere. Um, It's used to do not disturb feature. Put your phone away. And uh, Etiquette, man. Etiquette. Because... If we were to do what football players do and look at a, you know, a film, if somebody filled me during the meeting, they probably see me glancing at my phone. That's freaking rude. Right. And it's not, and it's not an intentional thing. It's more of a, a habit and just, you do it and you don't even realize you're doing it. So be aware of your actions. Jake, it's super fun. We got one more ride together before we get back into some kind of uh, daily new, you know, the old behavior. We will be back here tomorrow, 7.58. Join us for a fun Friday. But in the meantime, let's get down to business. 